The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. From WebmasterRadio.fm, welcome to the Joel Com Show. Hanging out with the masters of marketing, the sultans of social, and the titans of traffic. New York Times best-selling author and serial entrepreneur, Joel Com will inspire, inform, and entertain you. Search, social, local, mobile, and everything Web 2.0. It's all here on the Joel Com Show. Please welcome your host, Joel Com. And I'm back from my Alaskan cruise with my lovely bride of 21 years, and I brought back some souvenirs uh, from the uh, from the glaciers and uh, um, Ketchikan and Sitka, but also brought back a little virus from the cruise ship. So uh, my voice is is not up to its normal self, and uh, you might get a cough or two in your ear. I apologize for that in advance, but uh, the show must go on. And uh, especially today, because I'm excited about my guest. Um, he's a young gun. That's what this guy is. Or uh, you know, knowing him personally now for several years, he's a young punk. But he's a real smart young punk, and he's done some pretty amazing things. So we're gonna. I'm gonna skip the whole Alaska tour. You can actually go to my Facebook fan page, uh, facebook.com forward slash JoelComFan, and uh, you'll see that uh, my bride has posted about 130 photos. Uh, so if you're interested to see what that was like, you can go there. Uh, but today my guest is Cameron Johnson. And uh, you you might not know Cameron by name. You might, but if, if you don't, you might recognize him by his face. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about him first. He started his first business at nine years old. Okay, the guy had the entrepreneurial bug right out of the womb almost. And, uh, you know, uh, probably if you could picture, um, you know, the Michael J. Fox character on Family Ties, that's kind of what I think of when I think of uh, Cameron. And before graduating high school, he was recognized as one of the most successful young entrepreneurs in the world. As a teenager, he started about a dozen profitable businesses, and at 15 years old, he became the youngest American appointed to the board of a Tokyo-based company. Uh, I wonder if he speaks any Japanese. Now, here's how you might know Cameron. Cameron was a finalist on Oprah Winfrey's uh, first primetime series, The Big Give, which was on ABC television. Frankly, I think he should have won, and, and no doubt he <laughs> should have as well. And uh, he's hosted a TV show. He hosted season four of a show called Beat the Boss, which is on the BBC in the UK. And he is a proponent of entrepreneurship and of seizing opportunity, car paying that DM. Cameron Johnson, how you doing, my friend? I'm fantastic. I'm sorry to hear about your, uh, your little cold you got going on, but I'm jealous of your trip. Yeah, well, it was it was a really um, super trip. The, the glaciers that you see up there in Alaska are, are really it's cool. I mean, you're you're floating in the middle of the bay, and the tour guide is telling you, see that chunk of ice there? That's a quarter of a mile high. And, I've done it. It's and, awesome. Oh, and it was because we had clouds that day, and uh, it was overcast. The ice looked blue, this brilliant blue. Uh, and then we went whale watching, and, and uh, then I looked off the ship and saw whales as well. But <laughs> if you've been on a cruise, you know I'm talking about all those buffets. Oh, yeah. Everybody puts on weight on, That's great. on the cruise. Anyway, you're no longer, uh, you know, a teenager. What are you, 23, 24 now? 
No, I'm old, actually. I'm 25 now. And thanks for oh, having me on the show. It's good to be with you. Gosh. Well, yeah, thanks for joining me. And uh, let, let's, um, let's set the Wayback Machine a little bit. What did you do at nine years old? Was that like a lesson? <laughs> well, it's, it's funny. I, I started my first business when I was nine, and uh, it was a, a really small printing company, just printing greeting cards and stationery and, you know, really anything I could, I could print with my computer and my printer. But I, but I, I got to tell you a story from when I was eight, because this is how I got started in business and interested in business. And it all came from seeing the movie Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Uh, Macaulay Culkin, of course, stars in the film. He's in New York City. He's all by himself. Uh, and, and for me, I thought it was really cool, you know, to be, I wanted to be him. I wanted to be an eight-year-old kid in New York City with, uh, with no parents. And he was staying at this really nice hotel that was called the Plaza Hotel. Well, Donald Trump owned the Plaza Hotel at the time, and he, Donald Trump himself had a cameo appearance in the movie. So Donald Trump comes downstairs and greets Macaulay Culkin. And, you know, after I saw the movie, I said to my parents, does that guy really own the hotel? And, and they started to tell me a little bit about who he was, and I was just fascinated. And so that got me interested in uh, business because I said, well, I want to be like Donald Trump. And uh, after I saw the movie, I, I read his book, uh, Art of the Deal, and one of the messages that I took away from, from Art of the Deal is, you know, you just got to go do something. You got to get started. And so here I was an eight-year-old kid, and I hadn't started a business, and I, you know, didn't really have uh, very much uh, that I could do with business. But I decided to, to beg my parents to take me to New York City. Mom, Dad, I want to go to New York City. I want to stay at the Plaza Hotel. I want to be just like Macaulay Culkin from, from the movie. Well, my dad's a business guy, and, and he made a deal with me. He said, Cameron, if you get straight A's the whole school year, we'll take you to New York City for a weekend next summer. Simple enough. It's the fourth grade. You know, back then I could get straight A's. So that's just what I went and did. I brought home my report card. I had the straight A's. I found out the weekend we were going. I found out that we were going to be staying at the plaza. And so taking a page out of Mr. Trump's book, I decided to write him a letter. And I was just an eight-year-old kid, and I said, Dear Mr. Trump, my name's Cameron Johnson. I'm eight years old. I'm from Roanoke, Virginia. <laughs> you probably haven't heard of me, obviously. Uh, but I'm staying at your hotel, and I love the movie Home Alone 2. And the only thing I want to do while I'm in the city for the first time is I want to see the suite where the movie was filmed. Well, I never hear back from him. I never told my parents that I even wrote this letter. I put it out in the mailbox you know, before I went to school, but after my parents had already put out their daily mail. So they never saw this letter. I didn't even know how to address it because, of course, I didn't have his address. And because I didn't ask anyone for help, I didn't know what to do. So I just wrote, Donald Trump, the Plaza Hotel, New York City. Never heard okay. back from him. My parents and I, we fly to New York. We get to the plaza. The receptionist asks my mom her name to check in. My mom says, Ann Johnson. Immediately, the receptionist says, you must be Cameron, you know, as she leans over the counter. And then my parents immediately freak out and say, how would she know our son's name? And the receptionist went on to say, Mr. Trump received your letter. He understands you want to see the suite where uh, Home Alone 2 was filmed. Now my parents are just laughing. And uh, it turned out that Mr. Trump had arranged for my parents and I to stay in the same suite from the movie the whole time we were there. That is a riot, and that couldn't have been the first time your parents thought, hmm, there's something unusual about this boy. <laughs> well, you know, my dad owns a Ford Lincoln Mercury car dealership, and, you know, he used to joke that 
when I was four or five years old, I would come down to his office and I would go in the showroom with all the salespeople and I would draw pictures of the cars and I would sell them to the salespeople, you know, and they would pay me a dollar a piece. And my dad would joke that then he had to go back and reimburse all the salespeople that paid me a dollar for, you know, these crappy drawings. So I I really always had it in me. Um, My dad taught me from a really early age, you know, that nothing's going to be handed to you in life. Um, when you're sitting in a classroom, you've got to be smarter than the guy sitting to your left and the person on your right. And the only way to get ahead in life is, is to work really hard and to, uh, you know, to go for whatever it is you want to do. And Mr. Trump, uh, by reading his book when I was eight, you know, gave me just a little spark to start a small printing business. And uh, I ran that for a couple years. My parents helped me set up my own checking account when I was 10. Um, my parents really thought and it was important to teach me the value of a dollar and how to manage my money because it, those were two lessons that, you know, are not going to be taught by anyone else. Hey, you're not going to learn that in school. You're, you're either going to learn it the hard way when you're, you know, in your 20s or 30s and you have lots of debt, uh, or they thought it was really important to teach it to me. And so they did that, and um, that just motivated me to, to really start businesses. And, uh, you know, when I was 12, I started selling Beanie Babies over the Internet, and uh, that's when I started making real money. I was making uh, $50,000 a year when I was 12. Holy cow, that is, <clears throat> excuse me, that is a lot of change selling Beanie Babies. I want to talk about more about that in a minute and more about entrepreneurship. My special guest, Cameron Johnson, author of You Call the Shots. This is Joel Com Show. We'll be right back after this. Stay tuned for more of the Joel Com Show right here on webmasterradio.fm. Every affiliate marketer wants to build their own empire. Lavish trips, new cars, fancy threads. You know, be the talk of the town. That's why I found my empire with Empire Media. They work around the clock to customize my campaign. They have the connections, the clout, and the custom offers to monetize my website at every move. My website is measured and monetized to the max thanks to Empire Media. Look up EmpireMedia.com, E-M-P-Y-R-E Media.com, and find out how fulfilling full-service affiliate marketing can be. Empire Media, reign over your competition. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. Wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. Welcome back to the Joel Com Show, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. Cameron Johnson, my guest today, and telling me how as an eight-year-old, 
He wrote a letter to Donald Trump telling him he wanted to meet him uh, on his first trip through Manhattan, and uh, and Donald Trump got a got a hold of him, um, which was just you know what a cool story and something you said, Cameron. Uh, you realized at an early age from what your dad taught you that nobody was going to hand it to you. And I'm afraid there's a mindset today that's been largely cultivated by our government and then our culture that uh, we are entitled to more than life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. What do you make of that? Well, I, I agree, and I think, you know, much has been to do to to my generation being called the entitlement generation, uh, you know, generation me, uh, generation I want the BMW on credit. I don't want to wait, you know, until my, my 40s or my late 30s where I can actually afford it. Um, you know, and, and uh, it's, it's a terrible thing because once you turn down that path, there's no going back. Um, you know, and when you see other people getting something for free, well, that doesn't encourage you to work harder, uh, because more of what you work for and earn is going to be taking and taken away from you and given to those who work less or not at all. Um, so I think it's a very, very, very risky, uh, path and it's a very fast downward spiral. And, uh, you know, I think as a country, we have to be very, very careful, uh, where, you know, where we go with this. Yeah, and now, you know, you uh, you were inspired, uh, besides all the businesses you created, tons of beanie babies for, uh, you know, ridiculous amounts of money. Uh, and Oprah's producers put out the call for um, entrepreneurs to be on her show, The Big Give. You responded. Tell me about that process, and how did you get on the show? Well, I got really lucky. Um, I happened to have a book from Simon & Schuster. It was called You Call the Shots. Uh, it came out in January of 2007. Uh, so it was called You Call the Shots. And the subtitle, which I really like, is Succeed Your Way and Live the Life That You Want with the 19 Essential Secrets of Entrepreneurship. And it tells my story. And, um, you know, but more importantly, it tells all the lessons that I learned along the way. Everything starting from Chapter 1, which is called Put Yourself Out There, and it tells that Donald Trump story that I just told to Chapter 2, that is start small. You know, you got to start small, and that's how all my businesses got started, and, you know, we turned into having some, some quite successful businesses in my teenage days. But after that book came out, uh, I was on CNBC on my good friend Donnie Deutsch's show, The Big Idea, and Oprah's casting people for The Big Give happened to see me on the show. And so they had been doing casting calls, and little to my knowledge, I'm at the time I wasn't very, you know, in tune with all of Oprah's projects. Um, but she had a, this new reality show, and you know, of course, with my former sort of run-in with Donald Trump, I'd been approached a couple times for The Apprentice. But I really thought that if I went on that show, you know, with with editing and everything else, it's very cutthroat, which I have no problem being cutthroat. That's not it. But I didn't want to make a silly mistake and be voted off, uh, you know, for, for the wrong reasons. Uh, whereas Oprah's show, The Big Give, was going to be all about charity. Um, you know, we're not competing against each other as much as we're competing to help the people, you know, in need. Uh, and she didn't want anyone to look bad. You know, someone would go home each week, but she didn't want anyone to look bad in, in the process. So I thought that was sort of a revolutionary uh, concept, especially for reality TV. No backstabbing? Uh, it sounds crazy. Um, so I agreed to meet with her producers, and we just had a sort of a casual meeting on camera in New York City, um, you know, and that went very well. And 
just a few weeks later, I was cast for the show as one of the 10 contestants. And, um, you know, we traveled the country for three months without any contact with the outside world. And I mean, no magazines, no newspapers, uh, no radios. Uh, when we, we stayed in Hilton hotels for 90 days because they were our sponsor, but the televisions were taken out of the rooms. Um, so they really, 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 one, they wanted you to be very involved in the people you were helping, which is, you know, a given and, and, but more importantly, they thought by, uh, you know, typical reality standards is to, to lock them outside, you know, to lock them in a bubble uh, with no contact to the outside world so that, you know, hopefully that'll create better television. Um, and for us, it really just helped us focus on the people we were helping and we were able to raise, you know, millions of dollars uh, for people in need and in eight different cities. And, and I thought it was a really good show. And I was, you know, it's one of my probably most proud accomplishments because, uh, you know, it really put all of my entrepreneurial skills to the test. You know, Oprah would say, hey, here's $10,000. What can you turn it into by the end of the week? How can you turn that into $100,000 and make an even bigger impact? And that was, uh, that was really cool. Well, you know, and that was my first exposure to you. And, and I only, uh, to be candid, I only saw the last episode. And as I watched the last episode and I saw this, you know, this young kid and these other guys competing for the final, I thought, you know, I, I turned to my wife and say, this, uh, this kid over here, he's the one that's uh, going to win this thing. So <laughs> when you didn't, I was like, no way. Uh, that's ridiculous. But, you know, I had no skin in the game. We didn't know each other. And so from a, um, a totally uh, objective viewpoint, I thought you should have won. Well, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, you know, in the last episode, it was in Chicago, of course, Oprah's hometown, and the challenge was we were given no money. Um, and we had to, one, we had to find, you know, some people in need, which isn't hard to find. There's people in everyone's backyards that, you know, we can always be doing more to help people around us. Um, but we happened to choose an inner city school in Chicago and we had no money. So we had to find someone to help and we had no money. We just had to go and do it. And so I said, well, we, we need to give them a really special, something really special. And we need, this is obviously the last episode. We're all competing, but let's do something out of, out of the box and over the top. And I just cold called uh, the CEO of the Blue Man Group, because the Blue Man Group, of course, is famous for their shows in Vegas, but they also have a show in Chicago. And I just cold called them. And, um, you know, I wasn't allowed to drop Oprah's name, and I wasn't allowed to even say ABC at the time, because when we filmed, it was about 10 months before it ever aired. So, you know, they had to keep it, you know, very quiet. They didn't want local newspapers writing about it as we traveled the country, because then people would be able to piece together the whole, the whole series. So, you know, luckily, and from the good graces of the Blue Man Group, they said, hey, we'd love to be a part of that. And what I found through the really three months of traveling and through just the Big Give experience is that so many people didn't matter. We did an episode in Denver. That's an episode you need to see. That's right where you are, Joel. But we did an episode in, in Denver helping the Denver Children's Home. And what we really found is that people wanted to help. Uh, and people especially wanted to help when they got to see where their money was going. You know, it's one thing to mail a check into a charity and to never see the results, but you're going to actually see the impact. So if you target stores, you know, give me 10 computers, well, you're going to see the computer lab that we're going to put into the Denver Children's Home, for an example. You know, all those different types of uh, responses. So it was really great to see the heart of, uh, you know, America, really, because, you know, America – is is a, a giving country. Yeah, we are, and, and frankly, uh, if you believe everything that you hear about the bad news, uh, you know, it is the news media's job to sell fear. 
because uh, when they sell fear, they keep your attention and they sell more commercials. And that's just, it's just a fact. Bad news sells. But there's a lot of really good things that are happening out there as well. And, uh, you know, Cameron, I'm, I'm watching the chat room here at webmasterradio.fm forward slash chat, and um, there's a question. Uh, you know, <clears throat> if, you've, if you've earned the money, you've gotten TV exposure, and you've got connections, what else is left to prove? What else is left for you to accomplish? And, and I know you probably laugh at that because you've probably got some really big dreams. Well, <laughs> I laugh at it for a lot of reasons. You know, one, um, uh, it, it's all about what's next for me. You know, so I had my internet thing. I, um, I, I wrote a book. I did the book thing. I uh, did a TV thing. Um, you know, what can I do next? And for me, that's how it, all my businesses were. I had 12 over the course of 12 years, from the age of 9 to the age of 21. Um, and every year I was sort of starting a new business, partially because I would get old or tired of the other business, and partially because I used each business as a stepping stone. You know, I didn't print greeting cards when I was 9 because I wanted to be the next Hallmark. You know, and I didn't sell Beanie Babies thinking that that was going to carry me carry me to retirement. Um, so I started them with the intent of, you know, building them, closing them, selling them, making the money from them, and, you know, being able to do other things with that and moving on. Um, so, I mean, uh, what's next? It's always about the challenge. All right. So I want to talk about the next big thing because I know that uh, it is uh, germinating in your brain as we speak, and we're going to talk about that more with my guest Cameron Johnson on the Joel Com Show. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more of the Joel Com Show right here on webmasterradio.fm. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Hi, this is Joel Kamm. I want to take a moment to tell you about a revolutionary new theme for WordPress that's going to change the way you make websites. It's called the Socrates theme, and it is the number one WordPress product on ClickBank. You can see it in action right now at SocratesTheme.com. The Socrates theme has a ton of options for customizing your site, but what really makes it stand out is the ability to monetize your site instantly just by entering your ClickBank or AdSense IDs right inside the theme. That's right, there's no plugins needed. Go check it out now at SocratesTheme.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. SEM Synergy, live broadcast Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to the Joel Com Show, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. And heading into the last segment, 
<clears throat> and of course, as soon as I do that, my uh, the symptoms of my cold decide to bubble up in my throat. So thanks for your patience, my guest today. Cameron Johnson, uh, entrepreneur extraordinaire. Hard to put this guy in any one box because he just keeps doing the next thing. So Cameron, um, in in chat offline here, you're you're telling me some things that have happened, and I don't know what you can talk about and what you can't. But uh, share a little bit about what your life has been like lately. Well, you know, I came I, after the Big Give show. I got asked to host a show called Beat the Boss in in London for the BBC, and uh, it's a really cool show. It puts three kids against three successful business people. So it's like, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Cross with the Apprentice. Uh, and and I, I was living in LA for a couple years, and and listening to TV pitches and developing some shows and looking at some different opportunities, and nothing really excited me. Um, you know. As a kid, I had to learn where to say no, because I get a lot of different projects pitched to me, um, and you have to sort of be able to walk away, even if it, w- even if it sounds like a great thing. And, um, you know, in the, in the past few months, I've been offered some other TV shows, and still I haven't found that exact perfect fit. So I don't have anything, you know, exciting or anything uh, secretive under wraps that, uh, that's in development right now, but um, always looking for what's next. Um, but I'm also, you know, I don't need to rush into it. I'm curious, what is that right fit? What is the thing that would really excite you? Um, let's see. For me, I think it's being able to, um, take the message, bottle it up and really make the biggest difference and the biggest impact on others. So that's probably the cheesiest response that, that I could have given you. But, it, but it's true at the end of the day, because here I was, I'm, I'm super average kid. You know, I grew up in a small town in Virginia. Um, you know, I, I obviously was lucky with my different businesses, and I was lucky with the timing, because had I been born a decade earlier, I wouldn't have grown up with the Internet in the same way. Uh, so I would have been a little late to the party, uh, and I wouldn't have been this, you know, this this kid that got the recognition because obviously a lot of my business success can be credited to the recognition that helped all my businesses grow and everything sort of fueled you know each other um so you know i i want to be able to create uh, an atmosphere where i think the education system right now is uh, totally off track you know the cost of college has gone up more than any other good or service since 1990 so if you think fuel prices have gone up a lot gas hasn't gone up at all compared to uh the cost of college. Um, you graduate college now with a record amount of student loan debt. My generation right now, this is my peers that I see, they all have just graduated college or they're getting their master's or, or they're finishing that. I'm 25. Um, my generation is the most educated generation, you know, ever. And we're also the most unemployed and unemployable. Um, you know, if you look at unemployment numbers, obviously na- nationwide we're in the 9% range. If you look at young people, we're closer to 20%. If you look at underemployed, um, you're looking closer to 30% among young people, which means you have a college degree, but you're working at Starbucks. So technically you're not unemployed, but you're underemployed. Um, it's a huge problem. So I think that, uh, you know, these are, these are issues that need to be addressed. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, as my uh, my high school graduate is now getting ready to go to college here in uh, about just a month, um, you know, we're seeing the the prices of that tuition uh, sixteen thousand dollars a semester. Um, thankfully, he's a smart kid and, and got himself uh, some scholarships to uh, to help along the way. But yeah, the prices have really gone through the roof for 
tuition. Uh, so are you getting opportunities to go out and speak at, at high schools or to other youth groups about entrepreneurship and opportunity? You know, I do a lot of that. I do a lot of speaking, um, and, and the real reason I do it is because I enjoy it. Um, at first, you know, it was only, you know, when I was a young kid and I was 15 or 16 and giving some speeches, it was because I sort of just got asked to do it. Um, now I really enjoy it, and I get a lot of uh, drive. I, I speak at Arizona State University every semester to their business school. I speak at uh, Virginia Tech, where I went to school. I didn't graduate, but I went to school there, and they're uh, kind enough to bring me in to speak to their business school every year and a lot of other colleges in the U.S. and Canada. And, you know, I've been privileged to speak in London and Australia and Japan and uh, really all over the world. So I enjoy it, and uh, I just want to carry the message and sort of, you know, promote other people to just go do something. Go do it. Right. Nike had it right, right? Just do it. Exactly. You know, it's easy to come up with excuses, uh, and it's just as easy to just get started. You might not know what you're doing, but that's the best way to learn. I like to say, uh, this, this is my own quotable saying, which I say, which I like to tell people, is, uh, is stupidly profound. Uh, you ready? Here it comes. <laughs> the only difference between those who are doing it and those who aren't doing it is that those who are doing it are doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Profound. Simple and to the point. But true. All right, so i got to ask you this question. I'm watching uh, America's Got Talent last night, and, you know, there's some really good singers, dancers, and then these novelty acts. And I was it's just laughing at how people have these unusual talents um, that nobody knows about. So what is the unusual talent that you have, Cameron Johnson, that uh, well, if you were going to go on America's Got Talent, you would do? Well, you know, <laughs> to, that, to that point, I would say, uh, there are always people on talent shows, American Idol, America's Got Talent, that should be smart enough to know when not to go on. And I'd like to put myself in that category because I'm smart enough to know that I would never go on any of those shows because I don't have a talent. And to, on that same note, that's how I knew when I was a kid that I was going to be involved in business. You know, I'm not going to be a professional singer, professional actor. Uh, chances are I am not going to be a professional athlete. I played soccer for 13 years, but, you know, Obviously, I'm not going to do that professionally. I'm going to be in the business world like 99% of the population. So I just do what I know, and my only talent is uh, coming up with an idea and doing something with it. Well, I think that that's a great talent, and you're probably wise for keeping uh, your talent to yourself. I have one, uh, but I'm not going to share it right now, and who knows, maybe one day I'll, I'll do it on the show. Anyway, Cameron, we are uh, about out of time here. I want to thank you for joining me today. If people want to learn more about you, I'm assuming your blog is the best place. Yeah, my website is uh, CameronJohnson.com, and of course, Twitter.com slash Cameron Johnson, and you can always find me on Facebook, too. Great, and uh, his book, You Call the Shots, available at Amazon.com and booksellers everywhere. Cam, thanks a lot, buddy. Appreciate you. And we will be back next week with more a, a new special guest. In fact, uh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and tell you who it is right now. Brian Solis is going to be joining me. Uh, there's a name right now in, in SEO and, and web culture. So I hope you'll join me. Joel Com Show, we'll see you guys next week. 